Love a good deal? Sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day Sale. Entire store 50 to 70% off. Dresses from $19.99. Polos from $16.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. everyone and welcome back to laying the points sports betting podcast brought to you by my bookie i'm anthony miko find me on twitter at amixta and my co-host is action network writer matt lamarca you can follow on twitter at matt lamarca matt how's it going going well anthony uh last week rough one for me in terms of betting uh just two and three i think on the picks but Two of the uh, the the Browns game in particular, I just was like way off on, but I made up for it a little bit in fantasy. So overall, it was still a pretty good week, and I'm excited to get back to it. Yeah, I mean, last week was the first week I came out on the minus side of my props in a while, so uh, didn't love that. But we're gonna get right back on the horse this week. I think that there's definitely plenty of things that you can bet. Um, now, before we get into everything, just a reminder: you can support the Rotoviz Radio Network and our 10 shows per week on Patreon. Uh, basically, you sign up for Rotoviz Live on Patreon. You pay $5 per month. Gets you access to our Sunday morning show at 11 a.m., answering all of your fantasy questions. Uh, very useful for those of you trying to set your lineups on Sunday morning, which you all are. Uh, so if you want to pay the $5, not only do you get Rotoviz Live, but you support our entire programming community. Speaking of exclusives, if you're a loyal podcast listener or you know, you just want to check out the URL. Uh, you can get a 30% off discount to Rotoviz and NFL Pass through the podcast homepage, rotoviz.com slash podcast. It's fantasy playoff time, and, uh, you know, that makes this the most important part of the season. If you want to be a champion, you're going to definitely need that Rotoviz Pass. So check that out, 30% off on the podcast homepage, rotoviz.com slash podcast. Let's get into the Week 14 lines. Uh, a lot of good games this week. We're going to start with the Ravens who are on the road in Kansas City. Uh, Chiefs are favored by 6.5 points. Total is set at 51.5. Matt, what do you think? Interesting game. Uh, This line opened up at like 9 and immediately got bet down very quickly. If I could get the Ravens at 7 or greater, I would be very interested in doing so. I think that it's a bad matchup for the Chiefs. Like The Chiefs have been awful against their run this season. And Baltimore with Lamar Jackson at the helm is, you know, the best or second best running team in the league. So I think that they have more potential than basically anybody to keep Pat Mahomes on the sidelines for an extended period of time, which obviously will impact the Chiefs ability to score the ball. So uh, even when the Chiefs have the ball, Baltimore is excellent on defense. I think I'm still going to take the Ravens only getting the six and a half. But if I could get it at seven or seven plus, like I said, this would have been in my five pack this week. Yeah, really like the Ravens here. Uh, You mentioned, obviously, a couple of the reasons that this is a tough matchup for Kansas City. I mean, they're also just coming off of a a pretty emotional week, I think, with the Kareem Hunt stuff and then playing like a surprisingly close shootout with Oakland. Um you know, there's definitely been chinks in Kansas City's armor kind of all year on defense. 
Uh, and you talked about Lamar Jackson. He has he has just like single handedly made this one of the best running teams in football. Uh, according to the injury tool over at the Quan Edge, uh, Lamar Jack the Ravens rushing success rate with Lamar Jackson is fifty nine point four percent. The only NFL team that has a better rushing success rate over the course of the full year is the Rams. So completely dominant with Jackson. Uh, the number goes way, way down when Joe Flacco's in there, so we can very easily attribute a lot of this to Jackson. Uh, and they're actually still throwing the ball at a higher rate of success than they were under Flacco. So really no reason to ever go back to Joe Flacco ever again. Um, so I really comfortably like Baltimore here. Obviously still wish the number was a little higher, but uh, I still think that this game is going to be very, very, very close. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't completely shock me if the Ravens won outright, but I think this is probably going to end up being like a field goal game or so. So uh, I'm with you on that. Let's move on to the next game. We got Colts at Texans. Uh, total is at 49.5. Houston is favored by 4.5 at home. Uh, just The win streak has just been insane for them. Doesn't continue here. Yep, both of these teams burned me last week. Uh, I was mentioning on our other podcast that we do that if you told me that the Colts were going to allow just six points to the Jaguars, I would be living in a box right now because I would have bet everything that I own on Colts minus four. But obviously, they got shut out. So disappointing game for them. And then on the other hand, the Texans just absolutely obliterated the Browns. Uh, And the Browns were one of my favorite picks of the week last week. So uh, two teams that my feel for was clearly off on last week, but it should be no surprise that I'm going right back to the same well. Uh, we're getting some extra spread value here. The advance line on this game was Texans minus three, but between the results that we saw last week, it's now at five. Um, and I think that the Colts are good enough that they're, they're like in the same class as the Texans, in my opinion. Like their offense, at least, despite what we saw from them the last week against the suddenly rejuvenated Jaguars offense, they should be able to put up points on this Texans defense. Um, and, and we saw that the first two times these teams met, right? Like the Colts were down and they ended up coming back and forcing overtime. Now that game was in Indy. This game is going to be in Houston, but I still think that this is too many points. We also have that trend I mentioned last week where historically it's pretty favorable to fade teams on long losing or long winning streaks like the Texans are on. Uh, we didn't get the result we were looking for with the Texans, but the other team that matched it, the Saints, lost very unexpectedly on Thursday night football. So I still believe in the trend. I still believe in the Colts despite what we saw last week. So I will be doubling down and going with Indy again. Yeah, I really like the Colts here for sure. I completely agree with everything you're saying. Like, this is still one of the best teams, at least offensively in football. Right. Uh, and the defense has been better. I mean, it hasn't been great, but it's been better. I mean, they still only held the Jags six points. Like, it's not like they got crushed on defense last week. They just didn't score. Um, so, I, definitely reason to like uh, the Colts. And I also really like the under in this game. I mean, I think that because both of these teams put up so many points the first time they played, uh, the total is set uh, artificially a little higher. Uh, the Quan Edge has like a really cool betting tool, and they have the their over-under set for the game at just 44.6. Really huge discrepancy from the Vegas total right now. 
Uh, and again, I think a lot of that has to do with um, just like how the first game was played between these two teams. But again, like the lack of Will Fuller, I think is a big impact. The lack of Jack Doyle, I think does matter at least a little bit what these teams are going to do on offense. And uh, I mean, Houston has a good defense. Colts have a better defense than I think uh, we ex- we think. Um, so as a result, I think this is going to be a little lower scoring. So I like the Colts and I like the under uh, for this one. We got a little a little two way action. This a little game. double dip. Yeah. Panthers at Browns. Uh, when last seen, Cam Newton was on the bench while his backup threw the hail mary pass uh, in a loss to Tampa. But nonetheless, they are. One and a half point favorites on the road here in Cleveland. Total set at 47, Matt. What are your thoughts here? I'll Venmo you $5 right now if you can remember the name of that backup quarterback. Is it Taylor Heineke or Heineke? Yeah, that sounds right. Damn it. (laughs) I I have no idea. That's why it's just like the backup. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that does sound right. Damn it. You made me look stupid. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I have concerns about Cam Newton heading into this game. Like the fact that he can't throw the ball down the field is a problem. I don't think that that's a, a big limb to go out on regarding an NFL quarterback, but we saw this team uh, and Cam Newton in particular really struggle against the Tampa Bay defense that has been shredded all season. So I'm nervous. Uh, I, I think this team is in jeopardy of falling out of the playoff picture potentially after they looked, you know, solidly in, if that is going to continue. The, the public and the and the Sharps are really kind of in agreement right now that the value is with Carolina, but I, I don't feel that way. I think I'm going to go with Cleveland here as a home underdog, uh, you know, kind of buying in on a bad result from last week with Cleveland co- uh, combined with the Cam Newton, Newton shoulder issues, like, there's just a little bit too much un- uncertainty for me to side with Carolina right now. Yeah, there's a lot of smoke here. Like where there's smoke, there's fire. Like I think we've seen this with the uh, Christian McCaffrey usage. I think that's been the most telling thing, just about like how how hurt Cam Newton is, uh, especially like around the goal line and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think Carolina is probably the better team, but I think with the injury to Newton, this just ends up being like a no bet for me. Uh, I'm going to prefer to just stay away entirely, but I do believe that the Panthers like straight up, you know, they deserve to be favored, but like, I just don't think that you can kind of trust them right now. Like you were saying with the injury, um, Falcons at Packers total is at 50 and a half. It's come way up, opened at around 47, 47 and a half, depending on where you, where you bet. Uh, Packers are five point favorites here at home. Matt, what do you think of this matchup? You know that I want to buy into all the, you know, Mike McCarthy is gone and Aaron Rodgers is going to come out and just light the world on fire, but piss on his grave. That just feels like all narrative to me. Like nothing we've seen from the Packers this season suggests that they deserve to be five point favorites in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I think I'm really going to surprise you by going with the Falcons here. Like, I, I believe me, nothing in my body wants to back Aaron Rodgers as a home favorite more than me. Like, nobody wants to do that more than me. But they just lost by three points as 14-point favorites at home. And that, to me, signifies that this is not the same Packers team. Like, I, I know Mike McCarthy's bad, but, like, we're, you're, I guess the philosophy would have to be that they just weren't trying like this is these are still professional football players. 
I don't really buy that narrative as much as some other people. So I'm going to take the Falcons here getting five points. I mean, I'm all in on McCarthy being just the not low coach. Like I definitely. Yeah, but now it's Joe Philbin. You know, like Joe Philbin's the interim coach. Yes, but Joe Philbin was the offensive coordinator like when Rodgers was good from like 2008, 2011. Who was the head coach then, just out of curiosity? Probably Mike McCarthy. Yeah, he was. <laughs> like, but like, my thing is that like Philbin was actually calling the plays then, and McCarthy's been calling the plays now. Okay. Um, and like, yeah, like Philbin wasn't a good head coach, but this just feels like a spot where they, like, they basically just say, "Listen, like, we're going to let Aaron Rodgers call the game because he's he's making more money than literally everybody but the owner." You know, <laughs> like. <laughs> So I don't know. Like I, I, my thing is just that I think a lot of the value has already dried up in this game from a betting perspective. Uh, like when the game opened, the total was a lot lower. Uh, the spread, I mean, where this open at four, I think, and now it's up to five. So like a lot of the value for me is dried up. Like when it was Green Bay minus four and the total was 47 and a half, I think that was a great time to bet the Packers and bet the over. But now the total is already at 50, 50 plus. Um, and the Packers are five point favorites. Like I just, I just, it's a kind of like a no bet for me. But I'm, I'm still siding Green Bay. I still think they're going to win. Uh, but I just think that this could very easily be like a back and forth kind of shootout, as opposed to like a one dimensional blowout. Uh, so that's why I'm kind of just going to stay away at this price. If you can still get it, some, you know, if you can still get it, and you know, maybe the price, the line comes back down over the weekend or something like that. Uh, you know, then sure, I'm, I'm back in. But I think at five, I think it's a little rich for me. Um, as much as I really want to just hammer it, but I am, but I do think that McCarthy, like, I, I don't know if you saw the numbers that Graham Barfield posted, but it was like, they were throwing like this outrageous number of passes outside the numbers. They, they don't use play action. They don't motion at all. Like they just do nothing. Like Jeff Saturday played with, played for the Packers for like a couple seasons at the end of his career. And he's like, they were still running all the same stuff they ran 10 years ago. Like it's not, <laughs> it's really bad. I totally agree. Like I am a hundred percent on board with the Mike McCarthy firing. I just don't think that that gets fixed in a week. Like it's not like Joe Philbin is coming in and installing the Kansas, the Kansas city chiefs offense in a week. What about Freddie Kitch? (laughs) Yeah. A lot of good. It did him last week. Yeah. Yeah. But he said that was a good game for Baker. So he's a rookie. He said it's good for him. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta, I gotta figure out how to do that in my job. Like, yeah, I nailed none of my picks, but it was a learning experience, you know. Like, <laughs> that would I'm be getting, so great. Uh, you got to work through some of these things sometimes. You're still a young handicapper, you know. Like, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a learning process. Overall, this was a positive for his, for Matt's development. <laughs> Saints at Bucks. Uh, we've got the Saints here as nine point favorites on my bookie on the road in Tampa. Total is at 55, Matt. Uh, what's your thoughts here? Give me the Saints. Uh, I think this is a nice buy low opportunity for New Orleans. The advanced spread here was 10 and a half, but obviously looking how they did against the Cowboys has created a little bit of value here. Uh, I'm not buying the Bucks. I know they just beat Carolina, but we already talked about how Cam Newton really couldn't throw the ball in that game. He, he turned it over like at least three times, maybe more like four or five. All the time. Uh, 
I don't think that's going to happen with Drew Brees. So I think this is a great opportunity to buy the Saints. We've talked about how they've become sort of an underrated road team. Yep. Uh, and they've been very good on the road for the past couple of seasons in terms of against the spread results. So it would not shock me at all if the Saints went back to doing what what they did before the Cowboys game, which was just beating the absolute piss out of everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it took – I mean, the Cowboys are supposedly a very good defense, and that's kind of what it took. And I, I feel as though the Saints are just going to completely dominate this game. Like, I, it's supposed to be – like, the weather's supposed to be a little cruddy, so I could see under here on the 55. But, like, the Saints – have a really good defense. Like they've played outstanding. They've been really good at forcing turnovers. Like this is a game where I could definitely see at halftime, like Ryan Fitzpatrick comes back in. Like it would not surprise me if Jameis just completely imploded in this spot. Just because the Saints get a pretty good amount of pressure on the quarterback and, uh, you know, the Bucks are probably going to be trailing. Like Tampa is one of those teams where like when the game is close, they can definitely play with, with some teams that are better than them. But when they're down, it just rolls. It, like it rolls downhill fast for them because the mm-hmm. turnovers come and the defense isn't any good. Like they had a bunch of new starters last week on defense. Those guys played a little inspired. Like I just don't think you get that kind of an effort two weeks in a row from a bad team. So I'm going to take Saints minus nine here, and um, uh, I'm not going to look back. Your Fighting Jets, Matt, are going to take on the second best rushing quarterback in football this week in, in uh, Josh Allen. <laughs> um. Seems like there's still some waffling over whether or not uh, Darnold is going to start. So we could see Josh McCown still in this game. Bills are three and a half point favorites at home at my bookie. Total is set at 38. What are your thoughts here on your squad? Yeah, uh, I did say that they were my they were my pick. If you could get them at 10 or 10 and a half last week, that was my I believe I called it my five star banger lock of the century. And by kickoff, that line was back up at 10. So I ended up hammering the Jets pretty hard. Uh, I honestly did not watch the game at all, and I'm glad I didn't. But when I looked, I saw that they had covered. So I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, I do think that this this really all depends about the line. Some places it's three and a half. Some places it's three. Uh, if it's three and a half, like it is at my bookie, I think the Jets are probably the correct side. They got embarrassed by Buffalo in their first meeting this year at home. So I think that they will be the more motivated team of the two. Meanwhile, Buffalo just kind of had a heartbreaking loss against Miami where they honestly should have won. Like they had a wide open receiver in the end zone to end the game, but the pass came up just a yard short and Charles Clay apparently has limbs like the tin man now and can't get down low and catch that pass. So Uh, I could see the Jets being the more motivated squad here, but if I'm not getting the three and a half with them, I still would have no interest in betting them. (laughs) No interest at all. Um, None. Yeah, I mean, I just, these are just not teams that I bet. Like, I just don't like to bet teams that I feel like I have no clue who's going to show up. Like the fact that this line even exists and the quarterback thing is in question <laughs> just like tells you all you need to know. Like this should just like the line shouldn't even be up. But no, you're right. Like, this game shouldn't even exist in general. It's just like, but like my bookie and like all the sports books, like nah, fuck it, it doesn't matter who plays quarterback. Like three and a half. You know what I mean? Like, I think Roger Goodell should retroactively send this game to Jacksonville. I mean to uh to London 
and then we play one less London game last next year. <laughs> you know, just like get this out of the way, throw them over there. Who cares? Like, who cares about the player safety? Just give them both the next week off anyway. Give them a second bye and make this one count as two wins. Unbelievable. Yeah, like in-season contraction should be allowed to be a thing. And then just bring the teams back next year. Uh, so I'm, I'm not – I have no interest in this game at all. Uh, Pats at Dolphins. Uh, I would be remiss if I did not mention that the Dolphins have owned the Patriots at home against the spread 5-1 uh, and one over the last six meetings in Miami. 5-1 um, and one. Yeah. against the spread or straight up? Against, against the spread, against the spread. Okay, okay. Uh, seven and a half point dogs here at home. Totals at 47. I mean, what do you think, Matt? Are we going to – are we betting against Bell, Bill this week or what? I am. Uh, we talk a lot about the the Pats trends, and they had a really strong one heading into their last game, and it came through, which I'm grateful for. That was one of my two wins was the Patriots. But their their trends this week are not nearly as strong as they have been in some of the other spots this year. You mentioned the record recently against Miami. Uh, Tom Brady for his career is only six and eight against the spread in Miami. Uh, the Patriots are 15 and 18 against the spread as road favorites since 03. Like this is a spot where we could definitely see the vanilla playbook from Bill Belichick. So uh, as as Bill Simmons calls it, the missionary sex for the Patriots. <laughs> you know, keep Gronk on ice, just do enough to win the game and get the hell out. Uh, I think that seven and a half is like the lowest I would want to take the Dolphins at. It opened up higher, but the Sharps have just been pounding the Dolphins. Like, if you look at the betting numbers, the Patriot, uh, the Dolphins are only getting 27% of the tickets, but they're getting 56% of the money. So, like, all the big bets are coming in on Miami. So, if you like them, I would recommend getting them in now because if the Sharps continue to hammer it, it could go down to seven. And at seven, I feel a lot less uh, confident in it than I do at seven and a half. Yeah, the fact that this is still above a key number is uh, is key. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I do like that we have uh, you know the extra little half point there buffer. Um, I I feel as though like the like people hate going to Miami because they love going to Miami. You know what I mean? Like all the other stuff that you can do in South Beach, like even it even gets the Patriots. Even the Patriot way cannot resist. Tom Brady goes out for some non-organic uh, apple juice or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm in Miami. I'm going to live it up. I'm going to have the pasteurized stuff. <laughs> Drinking Tropicana. Um, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm taking the Dolphins here. Like, I just, I'm going to, I'm going to side with the trends. Like, the Patriots, the fact that they have really strong trends, like, we have so much information about them over the last, like, 15 years because of the stability, so... Always a good team, I feel like, to follow the trends on, and this is one of their bad trends is, is in Miami, so I'm going to roll with that. The one the one concern is Xavier Howard. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm not sure if he's officially out yet, but if they miss him, that's obviously a huge blow to their defense. So um, I'm still taking the Dolphins, but that's the red flag with this pick. Yeah, of course. I mean, they're, they're still the Dolphins, right? Like, that's – you got to consider that. Um, Rams at Bears. Uh, 
The overrated Bears are three-point dogs at home. Oh, did I say that loud? Sorry. Uh, the Bears are three-point dogs at home against the Rams. 51-and-a-half point total, Matt. What do you think? Uh, I don't think they're overrated. I, I think that this is a really nice spot for the Bears, to be honest. Um, L.A., as good as they are, like when they have played good top competition this season, they have not been nearly the same team. Like we've seen them struggle with Seattle twice. We've seen them, um, obviously against the Chiefs, they only won by three. And the Bears are getting Mitch Trubisky back. Like I think after seeing Chase Daniel a couple times, like I can officially confirm that Trubisky is better than him. Um, he at least gives them more mobility on offense, which at a bare minimum will help them. Um, the fact that they're only getting three, like I liked it much better when it opened up at four and a half, but you know, that's what happens. Like the sharp activity has been on Chicago. They're getting more money than tickets. So I think the bears are the side here. I know you, you kind of are making me second guess myself now, but <laughs> I, I like Chicago. I mean, I'm going to just not bet it because I don't want to take a road favorite. But, like, I just think that – and you did have that stat about, like, good teams playing late in the season a couple weeks ago. I don't, I don't think the Bears probably qualify in terms of the win percentage. But, like, right. I just don't think the Bears have a good enough offense. And, like, I really, really firmly believe that you need to score points now to win. Like, I don't think the defense wins stuff. Like, that's not a thing for me anymore. And I don't think that the Bears – I think the Bears are overrated. Like, I think their defense is overrated. I think their offense – has done well against poor defenses, but hasn't scored against anybody good. Like, I just, I'm still not really in on Trubisky. And, like, the Rams, I think, are coming off of a, dis- like, I shouldn't say, maybe disappointing win is a bit of an oxymoron. But, like, <laughs> I feel like they didn't, like, completely blow the doors off the Lions, like a lot of people were expecting. And I don't know. I just feel like there's a little bit of value here. Like, I keep to lead being back. Like, I feel like the Rams have a really good defense now. I just, like I'm, I'm positive that you're right, and the Bears are the right side. I just think that the Rams are a way better team, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna just know that. This. I mean, that's that's probably fair. Uh, for what it's worth, we have this spread using the Action Network power rankings as like the biggest, you know, what our spread says it should be versus what it is. Like it's the biggest discrepancy. We have the Bears getting only 1.8 using our power ratings but you're getting three. So that's the biggest difference of the week. Um, You know, that kind of feeds into what I'm saying about the bears. I don't think they're overrated. I think that they, if anything, they might be underrated in my opinion. Like if you look at DVOA, they're like a top five team. And I don't think that that's how they're viewed these days, despite what they've done. I want to know what goes into these things. Cause like, like the Quan edge has the line at, at four. Like, I want to know how people make these, that they end up also being different, but also somehow being... Well, I mean, it makes sense, right? Everybody should have their own individual power rankings. Ours, I believe, are based mostly on uh, Sean Corner, who gives each team, you know, a number of how much better they they are than the average team. And then you obviously adjust for home field. Mm -hmm. So um, I could tell you we have the Rams as... We have the Rams as the second best team in the league, 7.1 points better than average. We have the Bears as the eighth best team in the league, 2.8 points better than average. So 
when you give the point the, the Bears three points for home field, that should only be a difference of roughly one point five points or something like that. So yeah, that's how that's how those projected spreads work, at least with the action networks ratings. You know, uh, there are obviously every site has their own ratings. You know, most of the pro gamblers have their own version of power ratings that they right, use yeah. when calculating spreads. So um, this is what we have. And I am a company man, so I trust it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hard to dispute that. Let's talk a little bit about something that I think we can both agree on. And that love a good deal sail into the season at banana republic factories mega labor day sale entire store 50 to 70 percent off dresses from 1999 polos from 1699 find your nearest store or shop online only at banana republic factory love a good deal sail into the season at banana republic factories mega labor day sale entire store 50 to 70 percent off dresses from 1999 polos from 1699 find your nearest store or shop online only at banana republic factory uh the greatness of my book uh we know that watching football is fun but it's more entertaining when you have some action on the games if you, you know, you've heard us talking about this for weeks i mean if you listen to this show you obviously love gambling so i don't know why you wouldn't be signed up with my bookie Get off the sidelines and get in the game. Uh, whether you're an expert or a rookie, you should be betting at my bookie. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, playing numbers on roulette, you can create a big parlay. By the way, ladies, don't be afraid to bet also. I mean, you should be in on this too. This is not, we're not excluded here. Uh, pick three teams to win. If you hit all three, you can turn $100 into $600. There's so much to bet on. College basketball, football, NBA, NHL, custom props with the uh, prop builder. Esports, you name it, you can bet it at my bookie. It's the one bet I know you'll be happy with all year. I recommend these guys because I really trust them. My bookie's been in business for years. They've got great online reviews and their mobile site, very easy to use. Sign up this week and my bookie will give you a 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. It's a great way to bank even more money when you win. And make sure you follow at BetMyBookie on Twitter. They personally respond to every mention in DM. Not to mention they've given away more than $10,000 in free money to their followers during this football season alone. Uh, and I can confirm that just last weekend, they gave away some free money. So uh, you missed out if you weren't following the Twitter account. Missed out on an opportunity to just, you know, like a couple things, to retweet a couple things, and all of a sudden you could win some free money. So uh, definitely worth following them on Twitter. Don't miss out on betting this week. Log on to my bookie right now. Use promo code ROTOVIZ, and you get a 50% deposit bonus. That's promo code ROTOVIZ at the place where you play, you win, and you get paid. MyBookie.ag. Let's get moving on the games, Matt. We got Giants at Redskins. Uh, Redskins, uh, led by Mark Sanchez, are three and a half point dogs at home. Total is at 41. What do you think? My word, how things have changed, huh? <laughs> you're going to have to start stop giving me the you're fighting Jets intro and save it for you're fighting Giants. Yeah, stop fighting Giants. That's my... You know, they, they're fighters right now. And yeah. uh, Odell Beckham, you know, he personally came out and said, if, uh, if we don't make the playoffs, we're making sure we're taking a couple teams with us on the way there. You know, implying that they know they have games left against the Redskins and against the uh, the Cowboys that could potentially impact playoff positioning. So uh, everything is kind of lining up here for the Giants. That said, 
the fact that we've gone for, to a point where we thought the Giants were like one of the worst teams in the league to they are now favored on the road against Washington is pretty crazy. And like the, the craziest part is, I don't even know if I really disagree with it. Like Washington without Alex Smith, like is maybe one of the four worst teams in the league. It's so I, I totally see this line being what it is. Um, the Mark Sanchez thing, like, isn't a huge deal to me. I know we all make fun of him for the butt fumble. I know he's had a, <laughs> he's had a bad career, but like, he's not worse than Colt McCoy. If anything, he's the same as Colt McCoy. Like, both are just very pedestrian, very average players. And by average, I mean, like, bad. Um, I'm still going to take the Redskins just because I can't wrap my head around the Giants being a road favorite. But it, it's a game that I have no interest in betting. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the Quan Edge injury tool, you split for uh, Alex Smith. Not really a ton of changes in the offense. Yards per pass attempt, 6.9 with Smith. 6.7 without yards per carry, 4.3 with Smith, 5.6 without. So you could argue that the offense has actually been a little bit better without Alex Smith, which is uh, kind of crazy to consider. Kind of crazy, but it's been like it's at least it's at least close. the The huge I, difference yeah. the huge difference is obviously the turnovers. I mean, the, they pretty much never turn the ball over with Smith in there, and they've done that a bunch with McCoy. Right. Uh, so that's like that's well. The now they have Mark Sanchez, and we know he'll protect the football. <laughs> <laughs> at all costs <laughs> um so like yeah i don't know i mean like do i believe that the giants would be favored by nine and a half points at home like i just i can't buy that i really really cannot uh i'm gonna side with washington here and it just it feels super dirty but like they are still playing for something like they they should they're a playoff team you know like the playoffs started today they would be in so I feel like they can't just roll over here and die to the Giants in the division. Uh, so I'm going to take Washington. Broncos at Niners. A uh, lot of movement on this game. Total is at 45.5. Spreads at just four points. Denver, a four-point road favorite. Uh, I mean, Matt, what do you think about this game? Their uh, line opened at like five and a half, six, I think, in a lot of spots. Uh, I mean, what's causing all this, all this momentum here? I don't know, uh, but it's the biggest disparity of the week in terms of percentage of bets versus percentage of money. The Niners are getting just 37% of the betting tickets right now, 68% of the money. So the Sharps love the 49ers. Uh, I do not. I like betting against Nick Mullins. Uh, I will do that gladly here. I think that Denver is a really good football team too. So the fact that we're... Laying four points on the road, like, yes, that may be a little bit too much. Like, but at the same time, I don't really think that it is. Like, if this game was being played in Denver, I think Denver would be favored by 10. I think that's reasonable to expect. Uh, Denver's only six and six in terms of record, but, you know, we'll go back to DVOA and things like predictive, uh, like Pythagorean expectation. Like, the Broncos are much better than their record. And, the things that they do well should be able to work well on the road against the 49ers. Like I'm expecting a heavy dosage of Philip Lindsay and a heavy dosage of pressure on Nick Mullins. So uh, I like the Broncos here as a road favorite. The fact that the spread has dropped is more appealing to me. Uh, despite the fact that I'm, I'm going to be going against the sharps. It looks like. 
Yeah, I mean, I want to just spend like the next four days digging into this. Like, there has to be a trend I'm missing somewhere. Um, I mean, certainly, I don't think the Manny Sanders thing is worth a point and a half. Like, I'm, I'm positive that can't be it. Um, I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. What the hell do I know? No, I, I, I don't. I don't think not. so. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, they just they were just on the road in Cincy and they cleaned up pretty well there, twenty four ten. Like, I don't think that the Niners are demonstratively better than the Bengals. Um, but, I mean, admittedly, I would feel like I feel compelled to just side with the Sharp money. Like, I don't I don't want to be against the Sharps in a game. You know what I mean? Like, I just I don't want to like, be a pirate. <laughs> like, they're better, better, better than me. Like, I, who am I to say? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just feel like there has to be something somewhere about teams like winning a bunch of games and then being on the, you know, like, I have no idea. Like there, I just feel like I, there's something I'm missing here with this matchup, uh, that the Niners are, are, I mean, did they get completely lit up last week? Cause that would at least hit my, my, uh, what do you call it trend? But like, I, I just, I see nothing with them. I see nothing, but I'm still going to take them because of the Sharks. Like that's just, I'm going to completely square away on this one. Just so you know, the Sharks are wrong occasionally. Like they do not go a hundred percent against the spread. Of course. I wish they did because then I would be rich. You know, like we would all, we could all just move to Vegas and find out what they do. And, you know, but uh, I think they're wrong on this occasion. You know, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm willing to, to pony up some bucks to go against them. I like it. I like the conviction, Matt. I, I, I am a man of no conviction. So that's, <laughs> that's it. Uh, Bengals at Chargers. Um, Chargers are, 14 point home favorites. I feel like they've been double digit favorites the last like three weeks. It's insane. Uh, 47 and a half point total. Uh, Jeff Driscoll again at the helm. What do you think of this game? I can't play this game. Like I can't back Jeff Driscoll getting 14. And I also can't bet on Anthony Lynn laying 14. Like it's a lose, lose situation. Um, if I had to pick a side, I would probably pick the Bengals because the Chargers do have a Thursday night game against the Chiefs next week, I believe. Like this could definitely be a look ahead spot. Yep. Uh, but at the same time, like the Bengals looked just so bad last week. So if I was gonna take a side, it would be the Bengals. And the more I talk about it, the more like I kind of want to talk myself into it. But I'm gonna try my hardest not to let myself. <laughs> well, I'm going to try to talk you into it a little bit more because I think that I like the Bengals. Um, I mean, obvious look ahead spot, like you were saying. Uh, the Bengals, like, still were able to keep it relatively close against Denver. And I don't think that the Chargers are, like, way better than the Broncos. And we just talked about how much we think the Broncos are pretty good. So, excuse me. So I feel like, you know, since he can kind of still stay competitive, their defense is bad. I mean, that's the key. But, like, the Chargers are in a spot where they're they have no incentive to like blow this team out. Like they just need to win and kind of move on to the next one. Uh, Quan Edge Tool has the Bengals sixty and a half percent to cover here. Anytime it's over sixty percent, that's when I start to kind of listen. They have a line at ten point eight instead of fourteen. Like fourteen points is a lot of points to give anyone, and like you said, especially Anthony Lynn. <laughs> so I'm gonna at least consider this in my five. I'm not positive it'll, it'll make it, but. Uh, I do like the Bengals here, plus 14. Lions at cards. Uh, Lions are three-point favorites on the road in Arizona. Um, coming off a loss, and Arizona coming off an emotional win against Green Bay. 
So what do you think of this? Another one that I really just don't want to give any attention to this week. Um, the, the spread has gone from Detroit minus one to Detroit minus three. People are really, uh, the Sharps in particular, look like they're pounding Detroit, which makes sense. Like, it's a clear letdown spot for the Cardinals after that emotional win, like you mentioned. Um, Detroit still seems like the better team, even though they haven't been particularly good this season. Like, better offensively, at least, at a, at a very minimum. So, I will side with Detroit, but, you know, the road favorites scare me, even though I, I have already kind of talked about how I like Denver quite a bit. Uh, I, I, I think three is about the limit for where I would consider Detroit. Like if it got back to three and a half, I would probably flip over to Arizona. Yeah, I, I definitely like, don't want to go past the key number, but I do think that we're getting spread value here. Like you said, like it beat the Packers, Arizona's beat the Packers. Detroit hasn't really looked that good over the last month or so. Uh, so I think that alone is good enough. Like I, I don't think the Lions are good. But, like, Arizona is probably one of the five worst teams right now overall. And I think Detroit is probably still, like, about average. Like, they're on the lower end of average, but they're much closer to the middle of the pack than I think the bottom. And uh, I still believe that they should win this game against Arizona. So I'm going to take Detroit. I think three, like you said, is a good number. And uh, we'll kind of see how the line moves throughout the rest of the week. Eagles at Dallas, NFC East showdown here. Uh Cowboys favored by three and a half here at home. Really need to win this game if they want to lock up the division. Total set at 44. Matt, what do you got? This is a good game. This is like an exciting game. Like I'm going to watch this one. Good old fashioned NFC East showdown division potentially on the line. I think the spread is about right though. Like, like I don't think there's a ton of betting value in this game. Um, if I was to set this spread, like I think the Cowboys are have proven to be better than the Eagles recently. And when you give them, you know, the three points for home field, I think this is about where it should be. Uh, if you look at the betting numbers on this game, the Sharps are taking the Eagles more than they are siding with the Cowboys, which makes sense to me. Um, if you do like Dallas, I would lock in the three and a half now because I could see it going to three. The Eagles still seem like they have enough talent that they should be better than their record. I just don't know when we're going to stop making excuses for them, you know? Yeah, I've been doing that all year, so I'm super guilty of that. I mean, like, if Colt McCoy doesn't get hurt last week, is that game somehow close? You know what I mean? Like, I don't <laughs> Right. Like, I have no idea. Like, the Eagles have been so helter-skelter this year. Uh, Plus, Dallas is coming off an island game where they just beat the team that was widely considered the best team in the league. Like... It wouldn't shock me if this spread is inflated at three and a half. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. and I would, I'm certainly expecting the public to be on the Cowboys. So I think that this is a game where that, like I said, I'm going to enjoy it. Uh, at least I plan on enjoying it. I don't know. I can't control what they do on the field, but I'm going to watch it. And uh, I, I don't think I will have any sort of monetary incentive one way or the other. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I really do want to bet Philly, but I, I just, you know, on the road, it's always hard in these NFC East games. Uh, Steelers at Raiders. Yes. Jokeland is a 10 point home dog here against, uh, I mean, one of the best road teams in the history of, uh, the NFL, at least to bet against. Um, <laughs> Steelers here, 10 point road faves, Matt. I mean, I, I know where you're going here. So just, uh, lay it on me. 
I'm already locked in for Oakland. Uh, I grabbed them at plus 11 early in the week. Still really like them at plus 10. Like the Raiders are not a good football team, but they're probably not as bad as we think. And the Steelers on the road are 100% worse than we think. Like if you look at their numbers as a big road favorite, they're poor since 2003. I'm trying to find them. Uh, I know this is the second time now where I've had to like pull stuff up that I wasn't prepared for. So I apologize for that. But I picked the Raiders as my uh, best bet this week over at the Action Network. And if you look at, here we go, Steelers uh, on the road. Like, okay, so if you're a home team getting at least seven against the Steelers, 15 and six against the spread since 2003. Um, That's not good. You know, Ben Roethlisberger has been the quarterback for basically all of those games. So this is still, you know, an applicable trend, in my opinion. Uh, We saw this trend kind of pay off. It wasn't exactly a full touchdown, but the Jaguars covered in this spot a couple of weeks ago as a home favorite or a home dog, I should say. Uh, And the Pittsburgh offense, which they're winning games because of their offense, right? They average the third most points per game at home, but they drop all the way to 13th when on the road. So I think it's a great spot for the Raiders. Like I'm locking them in. I'm glad I already got them at 11, but I still think 10 is plenty of value. Yeah. If you look at how Pittsburgh has played this year, just as a team home versus road, uh, they are allowing less points on the road, but they are scoring so many less. Like they, they average 34 and a half points per game at home this year, only 23.2 on the road. Huge discrepancy, uh, about a point less per drive, which is really significant. Um, and their Pythagorean win expectation is about a full win lower on the road than it is at home. So, all the numbers, all the peripheral stuff really backs up that the Pittsburgh Steelers are not as good on the road. And uh, but we'll never know why. I'm sure there'll be a 30 for 30 on this one day and we'll figure it out. That like We'll find out that Ben just like hits every club everywhere he goes or something. I don't know. I think he might just have a really comfortable bed at home. Water I want to know what Roethlisberger's sleeping on these days. Definitely a water bed. Water. Uh, <laughs> he likes to ride the waves. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I mean, we're taking Oakland. Like, I think this is just a straight up good bet. Uh, last game of the week, we got Vikings at Seahawks. Interesting, interesting Monday night primetime game. Uh, Seahawks are favored by three at home with the 12th man, over under at 45 and a half. Matt, what do you think? Love it. Love Seattle. Uh, you could make an argument, in my opinion, that Seattle's better than Minnesota right now. And I definitely love the fact that we can get them at home where they've historically been really, really good. Uh, Russell Wilson should be able to move the ball against Minnesota. Like their defense is, is quality. I'm not trying to downplay their defense, but Wilson has been really efficient this year, albeit in, you know, much fewer attempts than we would like to ideally see him have. So I think this is going to go exactly like every other Seattle game has gone recently. Like, they should be able to move the ball. Hopefully, Wilson will find some touchdowns when they get into the red zone. And their defense can do enough with the 12th man behind them uh, against an overrated Minnesota offense. Yeah, I mean, all good takes. I, the Minnesota defense has just been terrible this year. Like, I have zero faith, zero faith in their ability to uh, 
to shut down the muscle. Like I, Wilson's been so efficient this year. Um, I know that Seattle like has very very poorly chosen to run the ball a ton, but like Russell, every time he throws the ball, it's like I feel like he throws a touchdown. Like it's insane, <laughs> pretty much. Um, so like I, I'm totally down with Seattle here. Just three at home. Uh, like I don't think, like you said, I don't think these teams are even on a neutral field. Like I think Seattle is, I think Seattle is better. So I'm going to take them with a three here. Uh, Matt, let's get to the my bookie, the book it my bookie picks of the week. Um, we've got we really just looking to improve off last week. I mean, combined three and seven. Uh, obviously, we had a lot of overlap in our bets, so I think yep. that was a pretty big factor there. Yeah, I'm not tailing you anymore. That's yeah. not happening. Obvious, an obvious portrait. I told you that would happen. <laughs> um, what do you got for us this week? Um, all right. So I like India, uh, Indianapolis getting four and a half against Houston. I'm taking Chicago getting three against the Rams. I like the Denver. Uh, I almost called them the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Broncos laying four on the road. I will take Oakland getting 10 at home against the Steelers. And give me Russell the love muscle, my son, laying only three points at home. All right, I like it. Uh, definitely on brand. We only have one, uh, two games of overlap because I am definitely on Indy with you and definitely on Oakland. Uh, I'm also going to take the Ravens plus six and a half, Miami plus seven and a half, and the Indy Houston under on 49 and a half. So I'm all dogs this week with an under. So I'm just okay. going pure, pure contrarian this week. I mean, I think if you had to pick doing that versus all favorites and overs, like, I think that's the way to do it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So uh, good stuff, Matt. Real crisp show. That's going to do it for this edition of Laying the Points, brought to you by my bookie. Please be sure to subscribe to, rate, and review the show on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And get that deposit bonus on my bookie. All you have to do is use promo code ROTAVIS. You get 50% deposit bonus uh, for Matt LaMarca. I'm Anthony Miko. May the odds be ever in your favor. Love a good deal? Sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day Sale. Entire store 50 to 70% off. Dresses from $19.99. Polos from $16.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Love a good deal? Sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day Sale. Entire store 50 to 70% off. Dresses from $19.99. Polos from $16.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory.